sturgeon. The rivers of Ireland are powerful, continually recharged by steady rainfall from Atlantic air masses, shaping land and culture, and inhabited by a multitude of strange and wonderful creatures. Crayfish clamber about the riverbed, coupling up as autumn arrives. Dragonfly larvae, like armoured tanks, chomp their way through muddy shallows, feasting on all manner of moving prey as they grow. There are dozens of different types of mayfly, stonefly and caddisfly who build tiny homes for themselves beneath the currents. Freshwater mussels bed themselves in the substrate and grow slowly amid stony river beds, finely balancing their needs between nutrients and oxygen. Salmon, too, need optimal conditions, swimming against the current to reach their natal spawning beds, laying their eggs each autumn and winter among the stones beneath the gushing waters. Eels linger discreetly among the rocks and crevices of rivers and streams, often passing decades without ever being seen. All these creatures and many more have been thriving in Irish rivers since long before humans ever arrived in Ireland. When people settled on the scene, for the first few thousand years, they were both nourished and inspired by the bounty of freshwater life. They knew the creatures well and recognized rivers as sacred and alive. And there is one particular animal that they would have known and celebrated though has been practically forgotten today. An enormous, almost mythological fish called sturgeon. Sturgeon are an ancient fish, around since the time of the dinosaurs. They're a little bit strange looking, with a long snout and dangly whisker-like barbels in front of their mouth, like catfish and carp. These dangly bits are equipped with sensory cells to feel out the stream bed or seabed beneath, helping them scout for little creatures to eat. They can live to be 100 years old and more, growing larger than an average human being, two or three meters long when fully mature. These mighty fish would surely have had a special place in the lives and legends of our ancient forebears. Their skin was used as shiny leather, shimmering silver to sparkle and clothe. Their flesh would feed a village. Their brimming eggs could be harvested from female fish without killing her. Caviar, always and ever a delicacy. We know that sturgeon swam through the seas and rivers of Ireland since long before many of those animals we recognize today. Like salmon, sturgeon live in the sea, but ascend rivers to spawn among the freshwater gravels. And so it was that every year, giant sturgeon would swim up against the currents of our mightiest rivers, the Shannon, the Boyne, the Barrow, the Shore and the Blackwater, seeking out suitable places to spawn. Respected and admired as adaptive, resilient and generous, kings and queens of watery realms spanning oceans and continents. And yet, these fish are now rarely spoken of here. There are records of sturgeon being eaten by the monks at Clonmacnoise and records of sturgeon caught in coastal waters all around Ireland, right up until the end of the 20th century. Through all of human history, sturgeon have been plentiful, from Scandinavia to the Mediterranean, from the Baltic Sea to the North Atlantic, 
sturgeon have always been a major part of aquatic ecosystems, a top predator, a giant of the water, until suddenly they were not. During the 19th century, too many fish had been taken from the water, feeding our human appetite for their flesh and their roe, spawning habitats blocked off by dams and weirs, water polluted with our waste. After millions of years of resilience, sturgeon could no longer cope and their populations collapsed. Lingering on in parts of France and Germany, numbers dwindled through the 1970s. The last confirmed sighting of sturgeon in the Irish Sea was in 1987. This sudden loss is relatively recent and it may not mean the end. Sturgeon are on the brink of extinction here and across the world. And now efforts have begun to bring them back again. Reintroductions are underway in Germany, Poland and France. There have been calls to reintroduce them to the Shannon and the Schur, to restock, repair and restore. Reinstating these majestic fish to their rightful role in our rivers and seas will not be an easy task. It'll be up to all of us to bring habitat standards back up to scratch. Rivers would need to be given the right to healthy habitats. Spawning beds for salmon allowed to exist without dredgers. Salmon, eel and sturgeon allowed free passage to roam. And water quality protected from the assault of excess fertilizers. Restoring rivers from dwindling diversity is within reach. We know how to recreate the conditions for all creatures to thrive. From the ancient past to the potential of the future, there is hope yet to bring back the full suite of species who belong here.